I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey, you guys, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. So today we have two mini stories for you guys, a story about Sam Altman and all of the AI drama that went down leading up to Thanksgiving. We also are talking about why dogs are getting sick and this sort of mystery respiratory illness. And then we're going to touch on, of course, updates out of Israel and Gaza. Let's jump into it. So I'm sure you guys can still hear it, but I have a bit of a cold right now, so my voice is a little wonky. Anyway, thank you for bearing with me on that. Anywho, two mini stories. Let's jump in. First and foremost, President Biden is skipping the UN meeting on climate in Dubai, which is obviously not the best look, being that we're supposed to be leading the world in this capacity and we are one of the biggest polluters in the world. That said, Dubai is like an oil capital of the world. And so a lot of people feel it's really strange that they would be hosting this summit. And more than that, President Biden has a packed schedule with bigger fish to fry right now um, with everything that's going on with the wars. But we will probably be sending some type of a representative, but he President Biden himself will not be there. And secondly, there will be a vote on the House floor this week on whether or not to formally remove George Santos from Congress. This comes after a lengthy report came out detailing his incredibly strange and likely criminal behaviors. You guys know we've been following this story since the beginning. If you have been here with me, you've been hearing about this since day one. It has been dramatic. It has been bizarre. But this report detailed new information that we'd never even heard. He was likely spending campaign contributions on things like Botox, Hermes purchases, you know, spending sprees, and OnlyFans. So I think what this vote is really going to come down to is whether or not Republicans want to give up that seat. You know, they want as many votes as they can have right now because they have this narrow, narrow majority. So they want to hold on to that majority and they don't want to risk losing it by ousting this guy. But at the same time, I can't imagine any of them are comfortable with the things that he's done and that have been outlined in their own report on him. So that is what this is going to come down to. And we'll definitely keep you guys posted on whether or not he becomes the sixth congressman, congressperson to ever be removed. Okay, and speaking of removal, we're going to head over to Sam Altman and all the open AI drama. So there has been a Lucy with the football kind of moment when it comes to AI, a zig and then a quick zag. Let's talk about Sam Altman, the founder of ChatGPT's parent company, OpenAI, and how he was forced out by the board of directors and then got his job back all in the span of a week. 
So if you can believe it, ChatGPT was only introduced about a year ago. It seems like it's been around forever at this point, right? But it's still a baby in technology terms. And it's bringing a lot of conversation around AI generally. But this story really starts last Friday. Well, not this past Friday, but the Friday before Thanksgiving. About noon, Sam Altman was abruptly fired from his position at OpenAI by the board of directors. He was the CEO. Microsoft, their biggest investor, and all of their employees who were working there had zero warning about this. The company was immediately plunged into chaos. People were upset. Greg Brockton, Sam's one of Sam's co-founders, quit in solidarity with him. Then a letter was drafted and signed by over 770 employees to the board threatening to quit unless Sam was reinstated as CEO. Microsoft, who apparently enjoyed working with Mr. Altman, offered him a position overseeing a new AI research lab, which would almost put him hovering above their investment to open AI in a sense. And the employees who signed that letter all threatened to follow Altman to Microsoft. Talks ensued at that point, and they weren't pleasant by the sounds of it, but they were fueled by a lot of boba tea. Apparently, there were these deliveries of boba tea to the offices that people thought were really funny and it was widely reported on. These were rocky talks, though, and Microsoft began drafting offer letters and coordinating visas for the 700 some employees that they thought might come over to Microsoft from OpenAI. Eventually, the talks ended in an agreement to restructure the company, but ultimately hiring Sam Altman back. He posted pictures with dozens of employees and the team reportedly went out for chicken tenders, boba tea and champagne until late into the night. Slack feeds were then flooded with heart emojis and frog emojis, which apparently is an unofficial company mascot, the frog, according to the New York Times. This whole situation was a blip, really, but a very dramatic one that may go down in tech history due to this drama, the intrigue and, well, the silliness. So you may have seen headlines that dogs across the country are getting sick. Why? And with what? And how can you keep your furry friend safe? Let's get into the details. So according to CBS News, dogs all over the country have been contracting a strange respiratory illness. And I'm not going to lie, learning about this situation, it did feel like the beginning stages of COVID. I'm not going to lie. All of it is being investigated, but the states that we know are primarily being hit by this illness are Oregon, Colorado, and New Hampshire. Oregon specifically has reported over 200 cases of this mystery illness. The condition tends to progress quickly, usually getting dogs sick within 24 to 36 hours of contracting the illness. Symptoms include like this reoccurring cough, like a very persistent cough, as well as sneezing, eye discharge, and fatigue. But in some cases, this virus has led to pneumonia or further respiratory disease that can be more dangerous to dogs. Vets can give the dogs fluids and other means of support like vitamins, but currently there are no good antivirals for dogs. 
it's not a cause for panic. Most of the dogs who have contracted this illness have recovered just fine, but it's just something to be aware of going into this colder season and putting your furry friends in kennels for holidays and things like that. So wanted to make sure you guys are still in the loop. And with that, we will head over to our updates out of Israel and Gaza. I did want to issue a content warning here. This story involves possible hate crimes as well as war. So I wanted to let you guys know that three Palestinian young men were likely shot in a hate crime in Vermont. Three students of Palestinian descent were shot and wounded in Burlington, Vermont. Fortunately, they all survived the incident. The young men were simply walking down the street, speaking a combination of English and Arabic while wearing Palestinian headscarves, and they are the traditional, you know, black and white scarves you may have seen protesters wearing on social media. Two of the young men are in stable condition now, but the third was wounded much more seriously, and he is still undergoing treatment. The situation is being investigated, but let's face it, it has all the hallmarks of a hate crime. We know that hate crimes against both the Arab as well as Jewish communities have been on the rise since the most recent war broke out in Israel and Gaza, and both are completely unacceptable. Hate should have no safe harbor here in America. Our hearts are with their families, and we are praying for their recovery. Next up in news related to the war, U.S. attacks Iranian facilities in Iraq. So, Attacks against U.S. troops in Iraq have increased, but the U.S. has said that Iran is actually fueling these attacks. So the U.S. has now responded with a series of airstrikes against Iran-backed operation centers. So the reason I keep you guys in the loop about all these activities that are of this nature is because they could add up to a widening of this conflict and sort of, you know, Iran drawing the U.S. into things more directly. And this is something that we should all be praying stays under control and does not spiral because that could make the world a lot more dangerous for all of us. And lastly for today, Hamas and Israel agreed to extend the ceasefire and potentially exchange more hostages. So apparently both sides were happy with how things went the first round of exchanges in terms of the Israeli government and Hamas leadership. And so they agreed to extend the ceasefire. This is going to basically last for two more days. And again, there'll be a ceasefire and hopefully the release of more hostages in exchange for Palestinian prisoners. We'll definitely keep you guys posted on how this all unfolds. As of the time I'm recording this, no one else has been released. But if you wanted more details about the first couple rounds of the release of the hostages, yesterday's episode was entirely focused on that. So you can head there for a lot more background info. And for today, that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, love recognizes no barriers. It jumps hurdles, leaps fences, penetrates walls to arrive at its destination full of hope. 
If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review on that platform or a shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us to be able to keep creating the news du jour and reach more people who need a calmer space to consume the news. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia, and that is also linked in our show notes. You can follow us on social media at newsdujour.podcast on both Instagram and TikTok. You can follow my personal account at It's Annie Bowles on both platforms as well. Any little noises you may hear in the background are my rescue pup. He has a little separation anxiety and always records with me. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from... Oh. Oh.